Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, welcome back to our LISC series, a weekly series on the Long Island serial killing and the serial killers, plural killers. And to everyone out there, we thank you for listening each and every week. And I know people are listening because strangers walk up to me and and say things and uh, and you know give different tips. And there's a lot of um, a lot of conversation that goes on between shows. Uh, you'd be amazed at how many emails and texts and phone calls I get. But I've been saying all along that I invite Steve Ballone on and I invite Tim Sinney and Bobby Strickoff on. Jimmy Burke, I, I'm sure he'll never do it, but Jimmy Burke would love to have him on. And I know it's a, a pipe dream because those guys won't come on, but I do want to offer them the opportunity to get their say. And I have a very special announcement to, to make. And the, the announcement is this. You will be hearing on my show, you will be hearing Tim Sinney. And, and I'm, I'm thrilled for that. You will be hearing Tim Sinney on my show. Yeah. I, I mean, if, if you've been listening all along, that might shock you. But Tim Sinney will be featured on Breaking It Down. And I can't wait. And I was joking with someone the other day, and they said, what's your dream interview? And so many people bring that up. And I said, right now it's Tim Sinney. He's up for re-election. He's done a horrendous job. He's done the worst job I could imagine a DA performing. And he would be my dream interview. And again, I say this all the time. We don't know who killed these 10 to 16 or more victims. But we do know who covered it up. We know that Jimmy Burke, who was appointed by Steve Ballone, and only Steve Ballone, don't believe the BS, it's, it's fact, you know, a fact he was appointed by Steve Ballone, your county executive, to the office of police chief when Jimmy Burke was appointed, and I've said this a million times, but it's so important to get the point across and just keep the record straight, the Ballone administration immediately went to work, immediately, 2012, January 2012, to start getting the FBI and the federal government out of the investigation of Lisk. So, who covered up Lisk? Well, there's no question. <laughs> there's no question about it. Jimmy Burke and Steve Ballone, because there was no investigation done after that. Now, let me just say this. 
let me say this, and I'll remind everyone, you will be hearing Tim Sinney on this show, and I'm absolutely thrilled to say that. Now, let me continue, and I've said this a million times. After Jimmy Burke, the police chief appointed by Steve Ballone, successfully got the FBI out of the LISC, the Long Island serial killing, the Gilgo Beach murders investigation. How do we know that? Because Jerry Hart, while she was appointed by Steve Ballone, the county executive, when she was the head of the FBI, it was Jimmy Burke who came to her and said, get out of the, F- get out of the uh, investigation. Get the FBI out of the investigation and encourage. And there's a, there's a million other stories I can give you that, uh, that point to it. How do we know this? Jerry Hart, once again, said it to Aaron Moriarty, a multiple Emmy Award winning broadcast journalist, 48 Hours, CBS, And she said it. She said it multiple times. So it's not like she accidentally said it. She said it. And she meant it. And it was true. The Bologna administration successfully got the feds out of the investigation for Lisk. Did I mention that you will be hearing Tim Sinney on my show? Very shortly, you will be hearing Tim Sinney. Is that shocking? I bet you some people who know me and who know the DA are driving off the road now as they hear that. But you will be hearing Tim Sinney on this show. Very interesting. I'll get to that in a second. So anyway, we get the picture, and, and again, I say this often, but I'm going to underline it. Since 2013, when Steve Ballone first expressed through other people his anger at me even questioning anything about the Gilgo Beach murders, Mutual friends of ours came up to me and told me to keep quiet. You know, why am I talking about it? Why am I asking questions? And then four years ago, I did 46 episodes or whatever on LISC. And I talked about a cover-up and a non-investigation. And especially now, because now... I'm furious, like so many people are furious. And it was like the belt set me off completely. They insulted our intelligence. That was Tim Sinney, blown. Having their people hold up that stupid belt with HM or WH on it. It was ridiculous. Asking Joe Public to call in and say 
who that belt belonged to. Of course, we offered a solution to that question. In answer to that question, Guy Malone came on and he said, the belt belonged to Heather Malone, his ex-wife, who was a longtime girlfriend of Jimmy Burke. And I believe it's a fact that she ran a prostitution ring with former police chief Jimmy Burke. And this is well before he was police chief. This was, you know, this was in the uh, the nineties, and I'll tell you what. It's uh, to me, it's an absolute fact. If you look at Guy Malone, former husband of Heather Malone, Jimmy Burke's lover, longtime lover. you looked at the evidence that he compiled through two prominent private investigators and guy malone if you don't know he's an intelligent guy he's an insurance man and he's probably about 70 now highly intelligent guy he's meticulous i mean ridiculously meticulous and his paperwork on this is unbelievable. His evidence that was compiled, not by him, not by him just snooping around like a jealous husband, but by two investigators, private investigators. And they put together evidence for the divorce of Heather Malone and Guy Malone. And he constructed 250 questions to ask Detective Jimmy Burke, who he knew was running this prostitution ring. And again, if it sounds like we're reviewing, we are reviewing a little. And before I continue, I'm going to remind everyone, you're listening to our LISC broadcast, our LISC series, and the special news I have today is that you will be hearing Tim Sinney. Yes, Tim Sinney, the DA, on this very show. I can't believe it either. If you're wondering, you can't believe it? I've been asking, I've been begging to get a call. I didn't get a call from that. I'll explain. I'll explain how this is coming about. Ballone, of course, hasn't contacted me. Justin Myers, uh, Tim Sinney's chief of staff, PR guy, hasn't contacted me. Bobby Strickoff, Ballone's best friend growing up, hasn't contacted me. Anyway, back to the Burke, Guy Malone, Heather Malone situation. So Guy Malone constructs 250 questions for his attorney, to ask Jimmy Burke while in deposition. Jimmy Burke instructs his attorney to stop, end the case after the 10th question because what was coming up was all about a prostitution ring 
and they just uh, they took the loss or whatever you'd call it. I think it was Judge Kent. They were in front of Judge Bill Kent and a Supreme Court Justice then doing mats, uh, matrimonial hearings. And Jimmy Burke stopped the questions at number 10 instead of getting the other 240 questions, which, of course, would have been very damaging. You know, this is all supplied to internal affairs, and it's part of the what we hear to be 2,000, 2,000, 2,000 page or pages of reports about Jimmy Burke. Now, that didn't matter at all to Steve Ballone in 2011 as he, he won election against Angie Carpenter when Steve Ballone took office. Beforehand, it was worked out, he had worked it out, that Jimmy Burke would take over as police chief. And that's when all of this started. And of course, they got rid of anybody who had anything to do with the original investigation. So I'll remind everyone, once again, that you will be hearing Tim Sinney on my show. You will be hearing him. I'll get to that in a moment. So, Steve Ballone, a little, little bit, just slightly, a little bit later, appointed Tim Sinney to be the deputy county executive in charge of public safety in the Ballone administration which is, by the way, by far the most corrupt administration that any county executive in Suffolk has ever had. And since they've covered up a serial killing, I would say the most corrupt administration that any county executive or county manager, whatever they want to call it, has ever had. And the only way that someone could top it is if they covered up two serial killings. Right? You can't get much more corrupt than covering up a serial killing. And the Blown administration did it. But what happened, and again, this is just review, but trying to put things in perspective. Jimmy Burke, as police chief, was robbed by Christopher Loeb, who is a, is a, is a gentleman. Well, a gentleman. He's, he's a, a, a man who has substance abuse problems. You know, admittedly, substance abuse problems. And he, on one night, went through a couple nights, a few nights in a row, whatever, went on a, uh, on, on a car robbing spree, and he happened to rob Jimmy Burke. And out of his car... He found a bag of sex toys and pornography and gun holster and some, you know, various things. It was in a PAL bag, by the way. 
Interesting. And when you start asking the questions of what what was in there, what kind of porn was it? And I originally said that if it was anything like kitty porn or snuff porn or anything like that, that uh, that Burke wouldn't have done 46 months in federal prison. The, the feds would have had him. They would have nailed him and and you know nailed him a lot longer than that that's for sure but here's the thing is that the the film the dvd was never seen by anyone maybe Loeb saw it maybe christopher Loeb saw it and we'd have to take his word on it and again because of his his past and because of his uh, the the idea that he changed his story several times people are not apt to to trust what he said about it and what's in there but the bag never made it to the feds right or if it did who knows what version of the bag made it to the feds that's what we don't know i mean it's it, jimmy burke got the bag that night and from what i understand there in in Loeb's apartment there were all kinds of stuff in there and uh, you know from you know he had robbed uh, you know several cars several cars uh, dozens and uh, you know maybe dozens of cars so if you have a bag and you're robbing cars one would assume that you're taking things and you're putting in i don't know why burke didn't just say Think about this for a second. I don't know why Burke didn't say, hey, I don't know how that stuff got in it. Didn't belong to me. You know, he could have wiped them down, cleaned them up. They know how to wipe down fingerprints, right? But instead, he beat the crap out of Christopher Loeb while in handcuffs. And he beat the crap out of him. And because Tom Spoda, the DA at the time, and Chris McPartland, his right hand, because those two men covered up Jimmy Burke's tracks, they're both sentenced to five years in federal prison. And I'll remind you, Tim Sinney, you will hear Tim Sinney's voice on one of my next broadcasts. I'm very excited about that. You will hear Tim Sinney coming up. And I'll tell you after this break all about that. I'm very excited about it. I don't have it in stone yet, but I think. I think you will be hearing Tim Sinney on a broadcast coming up. Frank McKay here. We're talking about Lisk and just kind of a review of things, but I'm going to tell you about a new development. By the way, Tim Sinney running for DA while he was Jimmy Burke's boss for 15 or 16 months. I can't get it nailed down exactly. 15 or 16 months. Uh, did not punish Jimmy Burke, did not fire Jimmy Burke for beating the hell out of a suspect while in handcuffs, while being the police chief. Nor did Jimmy Burke get fired or disciplined by the man who appointed him, Steve Ballone. Uh, 
absolutely bizarre behavior and why didn't those two men why did those two men not discipline Jimmy Burke who they seem scared stiff of so if anyone thinks that they're going to get a lisk a serious lisk arrest they might get a lisk arrest before the in the election to try to secure Tim Sinney re-election, which is not a shoo-in by any means. But it's not going to be a real lisk arrested. It's going to be phony. And at 38 years old, Tim Sinney could very well be giving up and flushing his law license down the toilet if he goes that route. Frank McKay here once again, and again, after the break, I'm going to tell you how and, and possibly when you will be hearing, I will be hearing, or all of us will be hearing on this broadcast, breaking it down, Tim Sinney. Frank McKay signing off just for a moment. After these commercials, we will be back with more of our weekly list discussion. Frank McKay signing off for now. We'll be back with more Breaking It Down right after this. Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone back to Breaking It Down and welcome everyone back to our discussion on the Long Island serial killing, the Long Island serial killers, LISC, the LISC series. And all over the country, people have reached out, offered strange things, pieces of advice, pieces of evidence. And I have been asking for the folks who I believe covered up this murder, a series of murders, a mass murder, to appear on the show. The two we know for sure covered it up, Steve Ballone and Jimmy Burke. You're both welcome to come on the show anytime, guys. Would love to have you on. Tim Sinney, would love to have you on. And we will be having Tim Sinney on. And if you didn't hear the first part, I've been... You know, telling everybody we're very excited about this. We are very excited to have Tim Sinney on, breaking it down. I never thought in a million years that this would happen. You want to hear how this is going to happen? Because everyone's kind of, I guess, wondering if you've been listening to this the whole time. Why would he come on? Well, first of all, he should come on because he knows what the questions are going to be. And, you know, I usually get offended when when someone like a celebrity, a major celebrity or whatever, they'll say, can you give us the list of questions beforehand? And I've never said once yes. I've never once said yes. If it was somebody major league, you know, real major league. And that was the condition. I, I got to admit, we would do it. You know, you want to get big names on. So I'd say, yeah, okay, well, 
this is what we'll do. Sometimes people say, well, what's the content? What are you, what are you going to ask? And I'll say, look, it, it, no, you know, no uh, surprises, no jackpots, no gotcha questions. All based around this or based around that. And, and really, I'm not a gotcha type interviewer. I've done, I think, 5,000 interviews, mostly celebrity interviews. And everyone from presidents to U.S. senators, uh, I don't know how many governors, Academy Award winning actors and actresses, many Emmy Award winners, Hall of Fame athletes, World Series winners, Super Bowl winners, law enforcement folks. And let me, let me jump in here with, with that. When I say cover-up on the Long Island serial killing, I'm talking about the politicians covered this up. Ballone and Burke. If somebody wants to say, well, Burke's a cop. Well, okay, technically he's a cop. But Burke was a politician. Right? I'm a politician. You know, I mean, you know, I'm not saying anything. About, but Burke's, Burke was a politician. He, he maneuvered his way into being... police chief i mean he found somebody that actually made him police chief and he was one even newsday said balone was warned was warned they've made up with him since because they've been pretty kind to steve balone you talk about tim sinney who i am saying again you will be hearing on this show you will be hearing tim sinney who I think has done a horrendous job of district attorney. As district attorney, he's been, you know, lying about everything. Him, his MS-13 record is ridiculous. He's done nothing on Lisk, nothing on Lisk. And he's got a Lisk room. It's got to be full of cobwebs. Actually, no, they, they clean it up. They make sure it looks like it's used. But Tim Sinney, Tim Sinney talks about MS-13, hundreds of arrests. Then he makes it, I saw a commercial. Uh, no, no rapes, no murders, no manslaughter convictions of MS-13. And according to Tim Sinney, you have to have murdered two people in order to get into MS-13. So... No convictions on any of those murders. You know what that equals? Failure. Absolute, complete failure. So here's, here's the thing. Let me remind everyone. Frank McKay here. We're talking about Lisk. We're talking about the Long Island serial killing. And the reason we get to Tim Sinney is because he is part of the reason we don't have any answers whatsoever. And while he is DA, I don't believe for one second, and anyone who knows his behavior know for a fact that we're not going to get a serious LISC investigation. We may get an arrest. 
and they're debating it now, you know, inside his office, debating it. I've got a name. I never heard the name before, <laughs> before it came up, but I have a name that has, has come up of who he may arrest. And by the way, we will take bows, even if it's a BS arrest, we will take bows because he had no intention at all of arresting anybody before we started on this station calling him out on it. And that goes for Jay Oliver, who does the morning show, L.I. in the A.M., and Tom Shalero, he does the noon to 2 p.m. every day on L.I. News Radio, and, and me. We've been calling him out on it, and I've been asking and asking to get Tim Sinney on the show, Steve Ballone, Jimmy Burke, any one of these guys that are instrumental in covering up a serial killing. Serial killing. This isn't about a guy crashing into a tree, drunk off as you know what, in the middle of the night, nobody got hurt, and somebody calls up the cop or politician and said, hey, you know, we'd like to keep this out of the paper. We get that. You know, nobody got hurt and, and they're going to cover it up. That happens a lot, right? I'm not going to say it happens all the time, but things like that happen a lot. People crash a car and nobody gets hurt. A tree, you know, and I'm sorry to you know, all the folks who love trees. I love trees. Don't get me wrong. But this is a serial killing. So here is how you will be hearing from Tim Sinney on this show. Tomorrow night, there will be a debate, and it was up for dispute, up for argument whether Tim Sinney, current DA, was going to show up to any debate with Ray Tierney, his opponent, who's you know picking up steam every day, and who's the real deal? I mean, he basically has the resume that Tim Sinney wishes he had. In fact, he kind of formulated his resume to try to look like Ray Tierney's, not knowing that he was going to be challenged by Ray Tierney for re-election. And now, these two may be getting together at the Bar Association, the Suffolk County Bar Association. And it was very confusing for a little while because it looked like Tim Sinney might not come to it. But I am invited as a member of the media to be there. And I'll be recording this. And I can't wait to feature Tim Sinney on this show. And I didn't mean to be duplicitous there you know, kind of building up to this. This is the only way he's coming on my show. Is he's going to be speaking. And I'm going to be listening in the Bar Association. Key members are going to be listening. Other media members will be there. And he's going to say things. This, well, there's no way he's going to say it. But 
is he going to allude to things like he's the man who took down MS-13? You know how ridiculous that is? MS-13 is fully operational. MS-13 is going to vote for Tim Sinney because he gave him slaps on the wrist. I can't fathom what Tim Sinney is going to possibly say at this debate. The guy that he's running against and that he's debating actually did all of the things that Tim Sinney lied about doing. How is he going to say it with a straight face? Watch his eyes. If this is televised or somebody gets video of this, I'm going to ask if I can bring video. But we're going to feature Tim Sinney's and, and Ray Tierney's. Right? We're, going to, we're going to see both of these guys and hear both of these guys in action. But I'm actually going to be there with Tim Sinney watching his every move listening to his every word as he says in front of you know very you know you know qualified batch of people from the law community from the bar association these people have have been doing this for years. So Tim Sinney is, is showing up on Thursday, and I'm going to be there on Thursday, right in front of him, hopefully. And, and I'll be getting every word that he says. And we'll re-air it, right? We'll, we'll put it on air, and we can analyze what he says. Finally, we can analyze what he says. If anybody thought he was going to come on the show, I mean, that would be a dream. I mean, and I'm going to invite you again. I'm sure you're listening, Tim. Tim Zenny, come on this show. Send somebody to dispute all of these things that we've been talking about. Do you know how many emails and texts and phone calls I get? You know how many I get from people that said they had no idea how falsified Tim Sinney's claims were. Now he's got to do it in front of the media, in front of Ray Tierney, his opponent, and in front of lawyers, qualified lawyers. I mean, there's going to be some people that are just on his side because he's the sitting DA and, you know, you always got to kind of give the incumbent, you know, the defendant champ, whatever. Uh, you know, people are afraid to take him on. But do you realize Tim Sinney has to stand up and has to figure out what to say in front of all of these people, including me and other media members, of what he's accomplished in four years. He hasn't accomplished anything in four years. The arrest of MS-13, if he didn't get them on murder, manslaughter, rape, trafficking, has been a complete and utter failure. Everyone that he let out, and he won't release, he won't release the names of any of these people. Who's he trying to protect? He's trying to protect himself. Tim Sinney 
has been an absolute joke as a district attorney. He's got nothing to point to as an accomplishment. He had an opportunity. He had four years to find Lisk. He hasn't even tried to find Lisk. He might find a patsy the last second, try to get some national attention. He hasn't touched the Long Island serial killing. And if he comes up with, and remember I said this, if he comes up with a patsy, and that patsy has no tie to Blown, Burke, Strickoff, Spoda, somebody high up in the political hierarchy, it's BS. And it's BS because they would have done it a long time ago. Spoda would have done it. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it because it was attached to someone. Or it is someone who's very attached. And it's more than one person. Guys, come on. In all of these years, what we came up with is a belt. A belt. And I'll bet you anything his patsy isn't named... Herman McIntyre, right? It's not going to match up H.M.W.H. Wilmer Morgan. It's, it's not going to be that, right? It's going to be some patsy in the name that I'm hearing. I'm not going to say it because they're debating whether to do it or not. But the name I'm hearing has nothing to do <laughs> It has nothing to do has nothing to do with those initials. It certainly doesn't match up with those initials. You know, it, it's it's ridiculous. So Tim Sinney will be featured on this program finally. Tim Sinney. I'd like to thank him, but he's he, he's trust me, he'd keep me out of this thing if he could. But I'm going to be in the audience recording this at the Bar Association tomorrow night. I don't think they would stop me, right? I mean, why would they stop me? Bar Association probably wants it's a debate and they're inviting the media. Great organization, well-respected folks at the Suffolk County Bar Association. Tim Sinney's voice will appear on this program. I never thought I'd say these words. And we'll be able to analyze his stumbling and his his double talk and his silly crap that he tries to put across. His commercials are, you know, pablum, <laughs> are ridiculous, are well produced, right? I mean, it looks sharp. He has a lot of money. Had a lot of money. Not as much anymore. It's kind of evened out a bit. But Tim Sinney is debating. He's got to, I mean, he's got to be dying. You know, he's preparing, preparing, preparing. 
it's the retorts. I, what are they, you know, what is he going to say when Tierney says, no, you didn't. I know you didn't because I'm a former U.S. attorney and that didn't happen. Is he going to say, what's he going to say when, when people say, and this is a fact, homicides are up in Suffolk County by 36%. 36% crime everywhere in Suffolk County is sky high. He can't say he lowered crime. You want to see something? You want to see truth coming out? Take a look at the social media between the two men and the responses that come back. Tim Sinney. He always has about 100 likes on his Facebook. I, I haven't checked his Instagram. It's always about 100 likes. And they're all like, thank you, District Attorney Sinney, for making Suffolk County safe again. Thank you, Tim, for cleaning up Suffolk County. And then when you look at the characters that are commenting, they all work for the Bologna administration, or they're the sisters of, or the brothers of right it's you know it's canned comments they're they're manufactured you know one guy is the parks commissioner the deputy parks commissioner and he always said congratulations mr district attorney you know these are these are people that have these are people that have been involved with the Bologna administration or involved with Tim Sinney or is in some capacity working in a patronage spot where it would greatly benefit them to say Tim, Spinney is, Tim Sinney is wonderful. It's completely manufactured. If you look at the other side, you look at Ray Tierney, first of all, some have hundreds and hundreds of shares Hundreds of shares where they're sharing it. But you're seeing real people who have nothing to do with tyranny, like ripping them to shreds. People talking about Lisk, talking about the Long Island serial killing, talking about all these things, talking about MS-13 and, and, and coming up with statistics that are you know accurate statistics. But the people that are commenting on... The social media platforms, uh, just look at it and see how phony the cine manufactured comments are. It's silly. Uh, you know, the parks commissioner for blown, the, uh, the deputy something of DPW, the, uh, somebody who works in Ballone's office, their sister, their brother, they're, they're, all, <laughs> they're all connected to, to Ballone or, or cine in some way. The, the tyranny social media is organic. And, you know, some of them are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of likes. Some of them are seen by hundreds of thousands of people. And it's organic. It's, it's not manufactured. Anyway, it's, uh, it, you know, this Thursday is an exciting night for me. I can't wait. I will be in the same room with Tim Sinney. I'm sure he won't say hi to me. I 
offer again for him to come on air and to clarify anything that he thinks I may have wrong. Have some of his staffers, have some of these characters, you know, these guys that, that work for Balone that comment on his social media, have them dispute, have them come on. That would be wonderful. Guys, if you're listening, call up and just have the courage to, to stand up for your guy. It's not your guy. I know you, you're working and it's, your job is on the line and you, and you have to say these things. But to everyone, thank you for listening. You've been listening to our LISC series. And before we get anywhere with a real solve, a real resolve to LISC, a real resolution to the LISC murders, the Gilgo Beach killings, Tim Sinney can't be in office because he's never, ever going to do it. If he arrests somebody and it has nothing to do with the political hierarchy that put him in there, and if it has nothing to do with the DA's office or Jimmy Burke, you know it's nonsense, and you know it's his attempt to get reelected, and it's BS, and he's going to be, Tim, if you're listening, you're risking, you're risking your law license to do it. Don't do it. Don't do a phony arrest and call it LISC. Glad you're listening. I'm glad you're paying attention. I'm glad we're pressuring you into thinking about doing something. But don't falsely arrest somebody and say, Lisk. Frank McKay signing off. I will let you know and we will play you. Tim Sinney and his responses from the Bar Association. And very excited to, to hear how he handles this debate. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down and on our weekly list series. 